Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Radio 929 the game, 929game.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you, Max. On this 23rd day of July. Um, we just got just a unique show here. We're gonna talk down high school coaches, we're gonna talk tennis executive directors, we're gonna talk to your partner, high school football show. We got the president of a we got Max coming in here too. Now. We got Max coming. No, I'm just talking about the people who yeah, aren't yeah, normally yeah, a part yeah, of the okay, show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We got we got elected officials coming up here. Oh my goodness. We got we got Baseball aficionados. Aficionados. Yeah. I like you. And I want to, speaking of Max, I want to, this is something that was interesting. And it made me think of him. We just had coach on here, Steve Gates, right? Yeah. And went to his Instagram. You can see him where he's feeding these kids. They got a whole bunch of ribs in yeah, front of them. Yeah, I saw that, man. It, it, like I said, coach. What you mean he invite you? Coach didn't invite us to that. No, he, we ain't playing for him. <laughs> <laughs> if you could rush the quarterback, he'd have had you out there. But it's what he has at the top, you know, in, in, in his little bio there. But the last part of it, is what made me think of Max. What was that? Because he says head coach, well, head football coach at Cass High School, McEachern and UGA football letterman. Mm-hmm. And then he has a phrase that I guess he lives by. Not everyone likes me. Not everyone matters. And the phrase, Max, is from a guy named Thomas Shelby. Come on now. I'm not kidding you. Come on. I'm you not can't, going you can't to his make way. This up. Go, I, obviously, it's not the same <laughs> person, but um, – and if Coach is still listening, that's a character. That's the lead character from the uh, TV show Pinky Blinders, which was a game, a, 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 apparently a real-life yeah. gang of people. And by the way, um, Oppenheimer, they're saying, is yes. incredible. And it's like he has an Oscar-worthy performance. Uh, he's on a roll right now. He's definitely on a yes, roll. Yes, he is. Yeah, that I'm cast is crazy. Him. I like me some Chilean. Chilean. Yeah, my friend saw it, and he said it was one of the best movies he's ever seen. Is that your recommendation for the weekend, Max, to everybody, our audience? Well, I haven't see seen it. Are you allowed to recommend something you haven't actually seen yourself? If you can, then yes, for hmm. sure. Well, you, you, have to, you have to qualify. It's either by that saying, or Barbie. F- so, I mean, I, Sorry? It's either that or the Barbie movie. Man, the people are posting the pictures of this Barbie movie. It's, like it's amazing. It's crazy. Everybody's that... dressing up in pink and going posing. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a good These it's two incredible. movies, they're calling it... Um, I don't even know how to pronounce it. They combine both titles of Barbie and Oppenheimer. And that's even Dylan Matthews. He was a hometown take. He was like, he even posted that. It's like Barbie Oppenheimer. (laughs) Shout out to Dylan. Do you you know of anybody who saw the Barbie movie? No, I don't, actually. Okay. I don't. Neither do I. How about you, Sam? I know people who have gone. I haven't asked them about it. But I know a lot of people on social media that I know. No, friends of your people in your inner circle. Yeah, people that I know who go. But I haven't really asked them. About the movie, they all into the fashion thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you own anything pink? Oh yeah. Okay. I used to have something, but I can't remember what it is. It might have been a jacket. Yeah, pink, or pink Nothing sweater, that I would. I had, a, I had a pink shirt. I had a hot pink something. 
But that's about it. No, I have some pink. I'm not not, not, not afraid to wear. I want to get like a pink suit, but yeah, pink no. polos, got pink sweaters. Month of October is Think Pink, Breast Cancer Awareness. Right. And, um, you know, broadcasting the Georgia State women's games is always a pink, always a pink game, mm-hmm. you know, each year where they uh, call attention to that. So always have me something pink to wear. Well, let's get this show back on the rails here. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Hateville. In Hateville. Hate. Man, my goodness, the, 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 the rent is going up down there. Why? <laughs> because, because it's a place to be. Hateville has become the, the uh, uh, one of the cool spots, you know, in Metro to, to, uh, to live. Especially if you if you live in and working around the airport, then, you know, it, it, it's pretty convenient, right? But, I mean, places you go down there now, they got nice restaurants and shops. And, you know, the, the, the Dwarf House has been redone, and it's right across from the Porsche plant. Porsche plants. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It, it's, you need it's, to it's find somebody who can get us in there. We can take that test drive. Yeah. Or, or drive around that, that track they got there. Okay. I okay. want to do that. You want to do that? I absolutely want to do that. Okay. Well, if you who, get a chance to get a pair, you know. I think you can do that, and then after you can think you can have lunch there. I don't even want to. You know what? If you just get me on the track, I'm cool without even having lunch. Yeah. Well, you I want just want to drive thing. around there. You want the whole thing. You well, I want it, but I'm not going to be greedy about it. And you want to have lunch, too. Would you get in there and drive around there for me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Absolutely. I want to try and get. I want to knock them all. Is Road Atlanta still got some folks up think, there yeah, test driving? Okay, yeah. so I want to do the big three. Okay. Well, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the only races out of the fourth place. But um, and you know the other thing I wanted to say because again we're going to be talking to uh, Eric Gomes, president of the SAG, uh, after local Atlanta. He is the SAG after local Atlanta president um, about the strike that's going on here, but. Um, most of the stuff in the new shows are going to be coming because that was shot a while ago. And one of the shows I've been catching up on, and, I mean, I stayed horizontal yesterday next to Jesse watching Billions, and it's coming back. And I don't know if you were a fan of that show, but Damian Lewis is coming back to the show. They had, he left for a little bit, and I think some of it was family-related, but he is coming back as the lead of this show. And I know Max doesn't know who he is, but he will know him from the one Quentin movie he has seen, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He played Steve McQueen. Okay. In that movie, so that's Damian. That's Damian Lewis. So he's coming back. Looking forward to that. Um, got Max's role coming up later on in the hour. Talked about the executive director, the Atlanta Open. Got a lot of things to talk to Peter about. But Mr. Crenshaw, it is your time to shine locally. What is happening that we need to know about? Wow, all kind of things that were happening. Like we said, we just had Coach Gates on. Let me remind you of all the games that we're going to have uh, from the Corky Kale Kickoff uh, Classic, Corky Kale Dave Hunter Kickoff Classic. It all starts. On Wednesday, August 16th, with North Atlanta and Johns Creek, that's a 4.30 game. The 8 o'clock game um, on that Wednesday will be Parkview against Kale. That's an 8 o'clock start, and we will have that game for you here on Sports Radio 929. The game, 7.45 pregame and 8 o'clock kickoff. Uh, then again on Thursday, the game will be played at West Forsyth High School, North Forsyth against Archer, 4.30. The 8 o'clock game, Cherokee Bluff versus West Forsyth. That game will be here on Sports Radio 929. The game. Um, um, pre-game 745 and the kickoff at 8. Then on Saturday, the Saturday games uh, will be here uh, August 19th starting at 10, 10 a.m. Matter of fact, the pre-game is at 955 uh, for the first game uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Marietta against Norcross. The first game uh, to be using the new newly instituted uh, video review. We'll see if it gets used in that game, uh, you know, Coach Maloof is threatened to take the flag and just throw it out there just so he can be the first. So that's, that's the 10 o'clock game. 1 o'clock game, Brookwood against McEachern. The 4 o'clock game, 
Uh, North Gwinnett and Mill Creek in the 7 o'clock game. Walton and Grayson, those games are all can be heard here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, Atlanta Dream dropped one last night, uh, yesterday. And they were, they were on national TV, and they lost one. Um, and second straight win in the road to uh, – lost to uh, the Connecticut Sun, 86-78. 86-78, um, you know, DeWanna Bonner with 20 points for them. Dream fell behind, trying to get back into it. Big sellout crowd once again to see them play, and they fall. That's uh, back-to-back setbacks for the team. Their record now 12-10. and 10. They play Tuesday, and the Phoenix Mercury will be here Tuesday night. And that, of course, means Diana Taurasi and Brittany Griner uh, coming to and then they're not having a great they're like they're like six and fifteen. What do we talk about? They're like six great players put together. What do they have to have? I guess chemistry takes yeah, a minute. Chemistry takes a minute. Around. Takes a minute, and maybe the second half of the season we'll see that. Uh, but they're coming in Tuesday night. Let's see if the dream can get back uh, in the win column um, in a game that's obviously going to have a lot of attendance, big crowd up at Pocono. That's where NASCAR is rolling this week. William Byron. It's on the pole for that race. And, boy, just wanted to see if Chase Elliott could get some things going in the right direction. I mean, the races in the regular season are winding down. He always makes the playoffs. Spun out during qualifying yesterday. He will start 35th today. Chase Elliott will start 35th in the race today. And, um, man, you, you see what happens. But just things not going right Question for, for you. Yeah. Has speculation run rampant that he came back from injury too soon? No, I think they feel it's that. It's just something within the the, the, the team, it seems like. That, and, okay, so it's not the car. Know, not his, no, not the not car. His but, um, physical ability. And but the remember there were some things also with the crew chief, or the, 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 well, the, the true, car yeah. chief that was suspended for a time. There, there were a number of things going on that has them just out of sorts. They got some road race, you know, cars, a road race uh, stop still coming up, and maybe that's an opportunity for them to win one. Maybe it win one today. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But William Byron is on the poll for that one. Um, HBCU news, and this is not good, but it's got some people watching. Florida A&M has shut down their program. Yeah. Uh, football program. And the name, if people may not be familiar with, uh, Real Boston Richie. He's a rapper. Somehow he, he ends up in the, in the locker in the room, locker room um, with some you know equipment on and uniforms on and shot a video and unbeknownst to the athletic officials there and head coach Willie Simmons. So um, right now, only exceptions, players who need medical treatment from doctors or athletic trainers are the only people being allowed in the football uh, facility. Of course, you know, this is offseason, nothing really organized practices, but it's, it's all the conditioning that goes on. So the facilities are available to the players, you know, at all the uh, college and university this time of year to come in and just work out and, and be ready when they're able to go out on the field as, uh, and, and uh, organize here in just a few days. So just a few days before your practices start, you want to do that. Says he had a, as a team meeting is scheduled for tomorrow and find out who the players involved that maybe allowed this yeah. to come in. That's, you know, that's not going to fly. And, of course, they're, they're trying to get ready for their season opener, which will be down in Miami against Jackson State, uh, a game that you can see billboards for that on the downtown <laughs> connector here in Atlanta. Uh, for folks who want to see Florida and Emma Jackson State, man, it's still a big deal. Uh, and this week we get an official announcement also, the MEAC Swag Challenge. And John Grant's going to join us at I was some say, point. When we're going to talk to Mr. Grant, we're gonna talk that's, to him. A, that's one of those yearly things I look forward to. Well, this week he's got it because they got Jackson State coming to play here to kick off the season. Jackson State will we'll play here against South Carolina State um, at, at uh, you know, can I, ask you, place. can I ask you a question? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of Jackson State, mm-hmm. are the commitments that a program makes – all 
one-year individuals or are they sometimes multiple-year commitments? And I'm asking that that I'm sure there were a lot of opportunities that Jackson State had put in front of them. A lot of the HBCUs, now that the spotlight has grown, but now that, you know, our friend is gone, yeah, the cachet is gone. Well, I think a lot of no, I think a lot of those still in place. The, the, this particular game is, is still in place for, for this season. And, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. But a lot of teams, you know, cities want to invite teams to play classic games. Uh, and that's the place. And, and if it's if it makes – what the one thing he woke everybody up to – is it financially feasible, you know, for us to go and play these classic games, or do we want to play them on our campus? And I think that's the one thing, one of the enduring things you'll see from Deion Sanders' presence at HBCUs. People are going to ask the question, is that what, we, uh, is that what we're entitled to get or we're supposed to get, and people are going to start being a little more demanding. See, that's going to be the problem, though. Well, the, the, well, while, that, while, no, that's, that's absolutely the question to ask. Yeah. The, the, the negative part about that is if they stand their ground – the, the other entity loses the opportunity to have Deion Sanders on the sidelines during that broadcast and have him there. That's not there anymore. His yeah. son is the quarterback. That's not there anymore. Okay. So maybe they can stand. You want, Oh, yeah, you want to take that stance? Okay, well, then never mind. As opposed to, well, yeah, we really want Deion. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a possibility of that well, being that, that, that part of the That may be, but it's up to, it's up to them to, to put a product on the field that's going to be attractive and play good football. To me, that's the other thing about it. It was to bring the influence back inside the stadium instead of out in the parking lot, you know. That so if it brings the influence back inside, the players are, are attracted to places where people come for the football. You know, your tailgating, your, ba- your tailgating band don't don't, don't I'm recruit not talking players. about the tailgating band, but that that, co- that coach had something a lot to do with but some it, of the players but getting. Get, but if you get a quality product on the field, and that's the thing, maintaining a quality product, and All let's right. see what the product looks like. We had the commissioner here in the building. He said he's good. Well, we got the executive director coming up next, so we're going to switch gears. (laughs) We're ready to talk tennis. And his matchup with this player that was just on fire at Wimbledon who is coming home, he will be playing downtown. Peter Lepidus is going to join us shortly here on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Max spoke too soon. Oh, man. But that, that was too was funny. DJ, DJ bumped the turntable. Uh, yeah, that's right. He bumped the turntable. That's I did okay. that all the time. He bumped the turntable. Give, give me your phone number, girl. Ooh, all of a sudden, <laughs> Prince is skipping. Uh, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. One of us is full of cold medicine, but we persevere on this Sunday morning, 23rd, 23rd day of July. Thank you. It didn't do this. Much yesterday, haven't done it at all today. Let's once again thank our audience. Yes. For letting us be who we, well, are on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Right. Letting us be a part of your Saturday and Sunday mornings mm-hmm. and, and, and putting up with our nonsense, mostly me, and just thank you. Yeah. Just, just really thank you. And so we want to welcome a guest right now, and I'm going to try my best, Sam. Okay. And the only thing that is saving grace here is that I am full of medicine, <laughs> that I won't try to break into a, an accent. No, because I don't. love this one. Okay, <laughs> absolutely love it. Let's welcome Peter out here for you. Yeah, Peter Lepidus is the uh, tournament director uh, for Atlanta Open. This year's first year as the tournament director. He's been involved with this tournament now for a number of years, but uh, as the tournament director, Peter, welcome. And it's tournament week. Good morning, it's, sir. Is here. Are you ready oh. to go? 
I'm, I'm ready, Sam and Greg. It's, uh, you know, we started off with qualies yesterday, had uh, eight great matches and uh, made the draw yesterday, which is a lot of fun. People got to see that. So we're ready. Let's go. He wears multiple, you wear multiple hats too. So it, you're here in Atlanta, but you also do the one in Dallas. Is Am I correct? Yeah, I'm the uh, tournament director for uh, two ATP 250 events. Um, so I'm lucky enough to, to get to do that and deal with a lot of players and a lot of great people uh, twice a year. So I'm, uh, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. You, you, yes, you are. And you're, you're in an opportune situation right now because American tennis, at least the focus on it, couldn't be brighter. I mean, we, you talk about the match you have Monday night with Coco Goff, but also Christopher Eubanks and, and what he's done. <laughs> I, I mean, just your, your, your thoughts on what you watched as a sports fan, let alone a tennis player, but his ascent and what he did during Wimbledon. Give your thoughts on that. Oh, look, he's, he's in the record books forever, the most winners. Uh, you know, Chris is... It's a most deserving guy. I think that's why everybody loves his story. He has uh, been working his tail off uh, to try and you know, get better and better. And, and when we announced the field uh, for our Atlanta Open, he was the next guy in and sort of hadn't done anything. And then literally the day after we announced the field, he, he goes forward and he wins, uh, wins his first 250 and then has his Wimbledon run. And you know, everybody was watching. Everybody enjoyed watching Chris because he's just a, a very humble guy. You know, he remembers... The people along the way that have uh, that have helped him, and, and he's very well grounded. I mean, he and I were joking around last night about our camera we're putting up, um, and so it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun just having him around, and, and everybody uh, just enjoys being around Chris, and, and is happy for his success. Um, you know, so you can't say anything more positive about him and what he's doing for the game. I mean, he is every every person I talk to. Can I speak to Chris? Can I speak to Chris? I mean, it's hard for him. Uh, he's suddenly. You know, everybody wants a piece of him, but he's done a great job of taking the time and, and getting out and reaching out to everyone. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Peter Lev with us. We're talking about um, the Atlanta Open that started really yesterday with the qualifying rounds, but the draw was put out yesterday, the draw party, and, uh, and, and uh, of course, people want to see where Chris goes, goes, and he ends up matched up with Andres Martin. That's, a, <laughs> that's two Georgia Tech guys. What, yeah. what, what are the chances of that, huh? <laughs> Oh, look, that was crazy. You know, of any, you've got 28 guys in the draw, and anybody that can be pulled out, you've got you know, 27 opportunities to go against uh, Andres. And it, it was crazy when it got pulled out. And they were actually practicing last night on stadium court. And I sort of took a photo and said, hang on, are you guys playing early? Because um, they practice a lot together. So, look, I think it's going to be a, a, a Georgia Tech night on Tuesday. If we thought it was going to be a little bit Georgia Tech, it's going to be huge Georgia Tech because. Yeah, Chris was given one of these wild cards many years ago in 2017 and won two rounds. So, yeah, Chris knows what it means to Andres, and uh, I think it's going to be a great match, great atmosphere with the crowd. I think it'll, it'll be really, really spectacular to watch and and just making tennis fun. It's going to be a terrific Tuesday night. Fantastic, folks. Uh, and by the way, if you want to follow Atlanta Open, you're on, on Twitter. They are social. It is ATL Open Tennis at ATL Open Tennis. Um, you can follow the tournament, also get a lot of information there as well. And talk about this showcase for college tennis. We just talk about two players from Georgia Tech. You got some players from Georgia, and oh, by the way, John Isner is back in town for this event once again. So, you know, it is a showcase for what American college tennis can produce going on to the professional ranks. Yeah, look, it really is. College tennis is a huge uh, stepping point for the guys, for the pros. If you look at how many players played college tennis that are in our draw, you know, we have Ben Shelton, who 
you know, kicked off his entire career this uh, at this event last year when we gave him a wild card. You've got Ethan Quinn, you've got John, you've got a whole bunch of these other guys also in the doubles field that have played. So I think you've got a you've got an amazing um, springboard into the pros from college tennis, and that's something that you know we as a as a company, GF Sports, our founder Gary Furman, really believes in helping grow American tennis. And so he thinks that our college nights that we do at both events is just something that, that really helps the players, you know. And I know Kenny Thorne and the guys over at Georgia Tech, uh, I really appreciate that opportunity. But basically, I'll sort of say it's like the Bulldogs playing the Hawks, I mean, sorry, the Falcons. Um, you know, you never get that opportunity to do that. Well, they get to do it now, and it really counts because they get their points, which is what it's all about. So uh, it, it really gives a great showcase. The college kids can count on it, and they know that they get an opportunity here at the Atlanta Open. So, you know, Andre uh, is excited about his uh, his opportunity on Tuesday night, and I think Chris is <laughs> going to make it a Georgia Tech night on Tuesday. Yeah, Peter Ledvedev's <laughs> joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. He's the executive director of the Atlanta Open. You talked about growing American tennis, and we've talked about that and the players that are here, but what are your thoughts on tennis in Atlanta and, and how it's... Oh, uh, look... <laughs> Yeah, everywhere I go, people will say, hey, aren't you that, aren't you that place where they've got all the league tennis? Some Canadians asked me that the other year. Tennis here in Atlanta is the, uh, the biggest city in the U.S. for, uh, for league tennis. So you've got some great entities in uh, USTA and Alpha who put on some amazing league tennis, and everybody plays on a Saturday afternoon. You can't get a court here because everybody's out there playing their league tennis. And, and so we're excited about being a part of this and... Um, and that's why Atlanta is such a great city to hold a professional tennis fan. Everybody here knows tennis. They're, they're great fans. You know, they understand the game, which the players appreciate too, you know. Our, our Monday night matchup with uh, Montes and Kokonakis, I was talking to Gael, and he's excited about coming here because he knows the fans. He says, you know, they're, I've heard they're very passionate fans, and they know the tennis. So we're excited to, uh, you know, to, to produce... Something like that for our fans out there, the top-level tennis of people that know what they're uh, looking at. So, yeah, Atlanta is the city in the U.S. for league tennis and players. Well, Peter, you talk about this being a, a, a homecoming for, for Chris Eubanks and really for, for Ben Shelton, uh, but also for Coco Golf, and she's going to be in action tonight. Uh, talk about that, that matchup and having her return uh, to play. She was very popular uh, here, here last year. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, she's originally a, a, an Atlanta girl, so the opportunity to bring a, a top 10. You know, last year when she came, she, she was very, very good. And this year, she's a top 10 player. So she's going to play against Layla Fernandez, who was supposed to play last year, but unfortunately was hurt. So uh, it's going to be a great match between these two young ladies. I spoke to both of them yesterday, and they're, and they're pumped about playing. And um, it's going to be some great tennis. And that's something we're also, you know, have always tried to do, is bring in some, some ladies as well, because it's a... Uh, it's a men's event, but when you add in the ladies, that just really gives it a different look and feel. And we're seeing a top 10 player in Coco and a, a U.S. Open finalist in Layla uh, coming out here tonight. So, you know, grab your tickets now. And uh, we've got a few left. And come out and see some of the top women in the world play and as, uh, see the guys the next night. Talk about this weekend and the opportunity. You do a lot of in, in, uh, things that, that, that kids can come out and enjoy. If they come out today during the qualifying rounds, you've got a lot of things mm-hmm. for people to see. And I saw an yeah. I- interactive art exhibit, I think, through SCAD. It's on display. <laughs> yeah, look, again, it's, you know, we've, uh, it's, it's free kids weekend through, uh, through our partnership with Publix. They said they want everybody 12 and under to just show up at the gate and get in for free. So um, it's, it's a free weekend where the kids come out here and then 
go and hit on our family's own court and get an opportunity to experience tennis. And, you know, as you just mentioned, Sam, the idea is to make this a lot of fun. And we have a, a, an unbelievably cool interactive scab mural um, that one of the professors did, and you go up to it and do your QR code, and all of a sudden there are tennis balls flying around you. And, and then we have our, you know, signature dessert from Sonny's Barbecue, which, is, of course, is a peach cobbler, which I've eaten already about four or five of them. But yeah, I got, I got a chance to sample that. I got a chance to sample that we now. We got to stop all this barbecue talk this hey, morning. Hey, now, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we've got food trucks as well down the uh, down the end. So, you know, they're rotating in, and then uh, music every night from six to seven. So there's always a lot of fun going on. Uh, the guys practicing over at Georgia Tech, and well on our family's own court. So you can come out, hang out, see some great tennis, uh, and then also see some great other things with the uh, with the music and the food, and and just have a great time hanging out here at the Atlanta Open. Talk about this venue and how it's so unique. Um, nowhere else in the States or I think anywhere else um, where the players get to play, actually you know, stay <laughs> on the grounds. They can go to the movies, which is a lot of new movies. I don't know if you're dressed up in pink to go see, Mar- go see Barbie yesterday, but you, you got movies, you got grocery stores, you got uh, shopping if their family's with them uh, in restaurants, and how much the players look forward to coming. Uh, just a different kind of setting. Well, exactly. Kanish Shikori, who's using a protected ranking to play here, which is so unusual at our level tournament. You know, he knows that uh, the hotel here, the 12 at Atlantic Station, he walks down to the court. And uh, so he's like, wow, I don't need transportation. That's terrific. And as you said, Publix, you know, some of the players go in there and they buy the food because, uh, you know, here at the 12, they all have uh, kitchenettes and, and can cook their own food and do those sorts of things. And then, uh, you know, when the guys are traveling with their, their wives and their girlfriends, they can go shopping um, and then the terrific restaurants. We, we actually have to apply for a waiver because we don't actually have a locker room. The guys sit up here on the second floor, but they love it because they go to their room after they've played their match. And when the, uh, the masseuse and the ATP trans are ready, they just text them. The guys walk down versus, you know, normally you've got a 30-minute ride to a site and you all just hang out in the locker room all day and you wait there for your massage and your treatment and things like that players absolutely love that aspect it makes them feel like they're i don't want to say they're at home because they're not but they've got that more of that home feeling even when they're here in atlanta so they're walking around the crowds as well so the people up here in atlantic station get to see these great athletes and and they get to interact with the people here so we're really lucky to have such a great venue here and um at atlantic station for the for the guys that uh, that enjoy coming here and playing they come back you notice the guys come back every year most of them because they just had such a great time. I don't, Sam, I don't know how he could promote this anymore. I mean, we've, this is the second time we brought up barbecue, and he brought up uh, Publix, and, and you guys have masseuses and all this sort of stuff. But we're right up against it, Peter. Uh, so we want to give you a chance. We're just going to let you just, just vamp it out. And your message to our audience and the people of Atlanta, why they should take the time to come out there and, and check out this tournament. Even if they're not big tennis fans, it's just the event itself. Yep, it's sounds like it's worth jumping on Marta for. It's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Come on out here. It's, you've got world-class tennis, top 10 players, uh, American players. You get to see all kinds of uh, different things out here. It's more than tennis. It's an event that tennis is played at. And you should come out here and just experience that. But being able to see professional tennis at the absolute highest level with top 10 players and the girls and the guys, you got to come out here and experience and see how great these athletes really are. So um, jump online, Atlanta Tennis, and you, tennis and you can get out there and buy some great tickets still. We've got shade, which is always a key. You can get some shaded seats so you don't have to uh, sit out in the sun all the time too. So love to have everybody come out and enjoy this year's uh, Atlanta Open.
All right, all right, Peter. We we appreciate you spending some time with us this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely, I know you you are, are so busy, and everybody's pulling you in a lot of different directions. Uh, but we we're really excited about this event. Can't wait to get over there and check some things out, especially later on today. Yes, so sir. Thanks for spending some time with that's us this good. morning. Thanks, and that's great. See you guys. All right. Thank you. All right. Did you all catch right. that? Said yeah, to you? Man, that's a lot. No, did you catch what he said to you? Thanks, Mike. <laughs> You, you catch that one? No. Uh, he's let us slid a little Sydney in there for you. Hey, thanks, Mike. Anyway, uh, listen, it is time. We're going to venture into Max's world. Up next, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Thanks, Mike. Sports Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. Sam and Greg, nine floors up in the Kia Studios uh, on this Sunday morning. Thank you. Much different from yesterday. Yesterday it was gray and gloomy. There are some clouds drifting around, but it is a sunny, uh, sunshiny day. We are seeing a great view from this vantage point and hope it's all as well where you are. Once again, we also always salute our essential workers and people yes. who have to work yes. uh, on weekends and, and on Sunday mornings. We are. Uh, we you know be thinking about you and want to say hello to you this morning, our law enforcement folks in the community. Uh, and yes. if those of you are up and on your way to Sunday services, thanks <laughs> for letting us ride along with you. Did you just pull a New York out of you? What's that? Did you just say use? No. I hope use like use twos guys. Use twos guys. I think they the use twos. I thought you did a use. Yeah. I hope use is doing all right over there. Yeah. Um. And I hope anyone who had any uh. Power, power they, yeah, damage, is, that is, that is tree big. damage. Yeah, you've been able to get it cleaned up and get your power restored from the uh, weather that came through last couple of days. Sam, did you know? Yeah. On this uh, July twenty third, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. remember, there's a first day for everything. Mm. William Uh-oh. Austin Burt, never heard of him, but William Austin Burt was the inventor of the typewriter, and yeah. he got the patent for it on this day, the first. Typewriter. Typewriter. 1829. Well, I wonder what that thing sounded like. Good question. Yeah. You know. And how com- big com- was com- it? Compared to a keyboard that we use now that you can't hear. Right. Compared to what you... Da, 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 da. You know how... And you wonder how big it was, too. Yeah, really. You know? Man. that was I'm sure it's in somebody's museum. Yeah, it has to be. Someplace. Yeah. But anyway, that happened on this day. You know what else happened on this day? The Smith Corona. Smith Corona. I can't believe you bring Smith that. Smith Corona yeah. Museum, right? Today was the day of the first successful liver transplant. Wow. Now, check this out. It was on a 19-month-old mm. baby, mm. right, done in Colorado. But the thing is, this was done in 1967. I would think that would have been before then, wouldn't you? But I, when you think, man, maybe. You know, that's about the late 60s is when we start, to me, I remember being, hearing about transplant, organ transplants okay. and whatnot, you know. Yeah. 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 First liver transplant. Right? But to do it on, and it, you know. Yeah. Kid that young. Wow. I'm telling you. You're and a half old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of kids, let's turn things over to Max. Yep. It is time for Max's <laughs> world. And the only difference between me and Max is while we're both tired, I'm on medicine. Because I'm feeling the way he is. He's just been burning it at both ends. Yep. And listen, ain't a person out there that don't remember being in the mid-20s doing just that. Yep. 
Yep. Dan, even young, you, you burn it at both ends, and you got a, you got a final in the morning. Did you yep. do that when you were while you were doing college? Uh, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. It wasn't like I don't know. I think I was I was out because I'd be at uh, NBA games. It wasn't like because I was out partying, and so I'd That's be right. up you do late. Not, you don't party that much. Well, like I can go and have a good time. I definitely have a lot of friends who would go out and do stuff, and I can do that. I just don't partake in like a lot there of wasn't, stuff. There wasn't a skating rink around. If there was a skating rink around, now that's the thing. Yeah, he yeah, he, yeah. he shuts down skating rinks. I'm about two that's minutes away from buying me a pair of skates. I, I mean, saw he, one the other day. I'm thinking about. I'm talking about the four wheels. Yeah. Still got the inlines. No, yeah, you got to go four wheels. Why not? What's the? Why would you? It's not that you can't do inline. You know what I mean? Whatever floats your boat. But as far as the four wheels, there's just something. Yeah, we we, we started it. that. Yeah, something and y'all about caught it. on late, and then you something invented, it. and I got all worked up in the inline. Well, a lot of athletes, like I said, Cam Newton's always out there. Floyd Mayweather's always out there. Um, yeah, skating. I don't know if you want to say it made a comeback because I don't know if it really ever went out of style, but it's definitely it's always popular. been around here. Yeah. It's been around. It's yeah. always been in, in, line. In, in this town. It's always been around. Right, the, the, right. The skating rinks. And whatnot. Yeah, there was an actual inline hockey league. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. called games mm-hmm. where and Atlanta had a team. Mm-hmm. And they had, it was the Atlanta Fire Ants. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> the, see, we just educated them again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there Fire was inline hockey. Yeah, there was. Okay. And that's probably why well, we, I got. We, we do have them around here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, obviously no. skating in Atlanta, like, because each city has a different style. And so yeah. Atlanta style, is, and then obviously because you got roll bounce and all this stuff, is very, very popular in Atlanta. So. It's just iconic here. That's what that's what makes it so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, I actually speak of that. I may actually go tonight. Really, to Cascade? See? Yeah, see? possibly. See, because um, I don't have to be up at the crack of dawn tomorrow morning. So now all these girls gonna be going out to try to that. check Max out. Yeah, but Max, Max. We heard be, about this dude. Well, we saw him at the at the Nike store, so we gonna go out. He, he gonna <laughs> skate. And, and he's gonna be yeah. skating. He's gonna be he, skating tonight, he ain't y'all. Got nobody yeah. around. Y'all don't want to miss him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I when I got my partner in crime with me, that's when it's a problem because he's much better at skating than I am. So I just follow his lead, and then it's like okay. It looks they like they I know what I'm doing. About the skating, they're coming about how you look. See, see, oh, see. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate see, the compliment. Greg. See, it's looking? the medicine. It's the medicine getting to you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I'm still your best wingman. I'm trying to hook you up, ain't I? You're the man. You're yeah. the man. But let me dive in. There's three different things. I'm going to start off with um, Atlanta. I'm going to transition into a broader topic, and then I'm going to finish with a question to you guys. So number okay. one, I uh, I actually did a TikTok on this, and again, you can follow it, Max Van Auken. That's V A N space A-U-K-E-N, and it got a lot of traction, more than I thought it would, and Trey Young had this quote that he said on Draymond Green's podcast, and essentially, I don't want to butcher it, so I'm not going to verbatim here, but he basically was saying that him and Luca are a lot more similar than people think, and obviously Luca is the bigger player, Luca is taller, but a lot of people pushed back um, and were like, no, he's not. Luca is like light years ahead. And I don't think Luca is. I don't think so. Either. And when you look at what they've done as far as team success, they've both led a team to a conference finals. Uh, Trey Young has led the league in assists, which Luca's never done. And, you, and by the way, you can appreciate both of them. But if you're going to compare them, which I guess we've done ever since the draft, just because of what happened with the trade, I don't think Luca's a head and shoulders above this guy. No. And so for Luca fans out there who just want to dismay what Trey has done, I don't really, like I said, the size I 100% give you, maybe a little bit for more fundamentally sound because of that overseas basketball. But as far as playmaking, scoring, and making others around them better, I think they're kind of hand in hand, right? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I, 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 I would say. And, I, you know, I just, people always ask me what time. You think who got the better of the trade? I'm sorry. I, I like what we got from the trade. You know, it's a push for some. I just think we got, we, we got a and guy. And the ball will stay in both of their hands at times longer than. Fans who are watching believe it needs to be. 
I believe Trey Young is in a perfect situation to be an MVP candidate this year because if they don't make any big acquisitions or any big trades, they like absolutely need Trey Young to be on his best. Yeah. And so when you look at MVP candidates, a lot of the times it's situation. And so like the stars are aligning. If he can click, if him and Jamonte Murray, and he plays a little bit more off the ball, he'll be getting easier looks, um, obviously under Coach Quinn Snyder. I think when you look at the MVP candidates, obviously the Jokic and the Giannis's will always get talked about. But I think the next couple guys should be – Trey Young should be in that conversation with a Jason Tatum and a Luka. So if Trey Young can win an MVP, what, is that the first MVP since Dominique, right? Yeah, I'll say that, yeah. So yeah. that would be a big thing for Atlanta. Obviously, you want to win championships. You're not necessarily just striving for MVPs. But to be able to bring an MVP trophy back to Atlanta, I think, would be pretty cool. Um, next thing I want to get to is I've always talked about how Israel Adesanya is like kind of the global superstar for the UFC now. And one thing that's really unique about him, he's not undefeated. Like, he's lost twice in the UFC. And one was when he went up in weight class, and the other was this guy who just follows him everywhere that he was able. But what makes him unique is he's been able to bounce back from his losses. Like, a lot of times losses can kind of get rid of that mystique or kind of get rid of that momentum. It's almost helped him grow in a way because we've never seen someone kind of bounce back like this and just keep that momentum going. Well, him and John Jones have had beef for a very long time. And finally, they squashed that beef. They had the MMA world buzzing. You see them both face off. By the way, John Jones is like three times his size now, so it's a good thing they squashed the beef. Uh, but that's something that we all as fight fans wanted to see eventually. But now them as friends, now they may even be training partners. I don't think we're going to see that. But it's just pretty cool. I think hopefully we talk about how Conor McGregor is kind of a mess outside of the octagon. John Jones obviously has a history of that as well, but it seems – as though just maybe it's him maturing and being older towards the end of his career. It kind of just seems like he's squashing beefs. He's mm -hmm. staying out of trouble. And that's exactly what you want to see if you're a fight fan. The next thing I wanted to ask you guys, I remember, I think there was like a point in time, I know definitely in 2016, where it's like you have Braun winning championships, Michael Phelps was winning gold medals, Tom Brady was the guy in football. Like you had definitive guys. Usain Bolt, you know like this is their sport. If I were to ask you now, not an all-time Mount Rushmore, but who is the face of sports right now? Is there a couple, three, four guys that come to mind? Of like sports? Yeah, like Mahomes would be. In, in American sports or just we'll go Amer the board? We, we can go American sports. So, like, Mahomes would, would be on the on the face of sports. If you had, like, four guys to pick to represent sports right now, Mahomes would be in there, I feel like. Okay. But I feel like he's kind of really – now, LeBron may be still the face of the NBA, but I don't know okay. if you throw him in there. Okay, so those two. Who are the other two? Okay, Mahomes, Otani, Otani, Braun. So who's that for? And Conor McDavid. Really? Yes. Best player in hockey. There's a couple guys coming up behind him, but he's right now. I would that you asked me. That's who I would pick. If I had to pick an NHL guy, does it have to be a team sport or individual now? It could be anything. Those are the four. Those are the four teams. Professional. It's for his teams now. Okay. Now, you want to talk golf and tennis and? You can. Yeah, you can count golf. You can count tennis. I like Djokovic, which you don't want to mention. Well, no, I got. Listen, I don't like the dude, but I can't knock his talent. Yeah, you know, you 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 got him. We got F ones about to start out right now. Verstappen has just been just dominating that. You know, really far. Yeah. Here's one. NASCAR. I don't think anybody really. Is there the guy of NASCAR right now? No. Yeah. We'd like to say Chase Elliott, but he, no, he's but, been but, but slipping he, this he, year. He's, yeah, he's having, having an off year. So, and you know, some people would say that's a good thing. It's not the same guy every week because back when Jimmy Johnson was in his heyday, it was like almost a weekly thing. Well, here comes Jimmy. Right. Or the week before that, Jeff Gordon. You know, 
it kind of doesn't have that one person right now. Right. And so, you know, you want to see things go. And that tip of the cap to NASCAR. I mean, they're still adjusting to this new car body that they got. Right. And whatever make it is. And so, you know, they're still, it's been an equalizer. It really has mm-hmm. on certain tracks, certain weeks, certain cars are, are, are strong. Um, so that's, I mean, that's the difference why you don't really have anybody I can think of as the far and no. away person as far as NASCAR goes right now. And the funny thing is, if you did this on the co- well, you can't do it on the college level, but if you were to attempt it, it would be all coaches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their brands oh, yeah. are okay. bigger. Yeah. So yeah. then it takes me back to NASCAR. The most famous name in NASCAR right now is an owner, ain't it? Okay. It might be about Jordan. Mm-hmm. Well, and he ain't won nothing, well, he but he's still the most famous thing. name. Now, yeah. there's Hendricks, and they got their little hiccups going on right now. Oh, yeah. They're getting their hands slapped. Children. And again, again, and again. See, as we sit here and have this conversation, Sam and Greg, with Max Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, there's that, oh, yeah. We do it in all sports. We do it with a number of players, and it, we're doing it again. How come I don't mention Joe Gibbs right off the top? Well, you should. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we don't. The dude's a Hall of Famer in why two different it? sports. Why don't you think I we don't do? know why. I don't. Joe, when's the last time you've seen Joe Gibbs in an interview doing anything having to talk well, about NASCAR? They interviewed him this past week. Pardon? I mean, interviewed him this past week. I mean, because, um, you know, what, what Truex won last week, he's one of the guys that drives oh. West West, West, West Group. What am I talking about? You don't think the fourth would be Messi now that he's in America? Well, you didn't mention soccer yet. We'd get there, but yeah. I could see right, that. so you think Messi takes that fourth spot? Well, that's then? why I initially asked yes, you if it was American. Well, you, got, you got people say Messi. Some people say Ronaldo. So I mean, I don't know which one you you want to say. If is it's the, world, is, 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 he's yeah. not playing. He's not playing here, though. You no, know, no. But I mean, you're talking about just the the sport period. That's right. That's the thing. So I, you know, it depends on on what it is. But the criteria. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because yeah, I, I was like I said, I was just thinking about that, and often sports are defined by. Not necessarily, obviously, there's so many great players other than just the face of that sport. But when you look at eras, like typically you have three or four guys that define that era. And so we're kind of in this weird transitional period, both in a lot of sports where you have a lot of older guys, like Braun, for example. He may be the face, but I don't think he's the best player in the world anymore. You guys, you got Giannis and Jokic, and there's so many different young players. And then you look at the NFL. With Tom Brady leaving, I feel like we can all agree Mahomes has kind of taken that title as the face of the NFL, even though it's the brand, it's the shield, usually not one player. But Here's, here's a question. If he didn't get in trouble last year, could we say with confidence it might have been John Morant? I don't think so. No. Popularity, he's there. But when has like a vertical point guard ever been the face of an NBA? Well, I, okay, that's a pointed question, though. But, yeah, I'm just saying there's been point guards. Allen Iverson. But he was, was never the face. Allen Iverson? He was very no, popular. He, he was he never the face. No, he wasn't. He was the, no, no, I'll tell you what he was. He just wasn't the popular face for TV. Everybody loved him, though. This yeah, dude changed yeah. the sport. But the face is more than just beloved, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And, he's a, and he was the best point guard in the league then. But he, but he wasn't, he he wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't nothing but his shoe. What? You gotta, he wasn't selling anything but his shoe. We, okay, remember so the a time different he conversation. Had, remember, remember the time. Well, I'm just saying, it's for the overall influence when you talk about LeBron and whatnot. They buying everything, well, then, whatnot, but that wasn't happening with with, with No, it wasn't. But that's you know? that wasn't the part of the. Well, memo that's that bad. Is, that, that, that's it might, yeah, it might be. And I agree other people with you. you talk about the other people we just mentioned. You put something with their name on it and put it on a rack. People go running, run out and buy it. And so that was a different thing. And I'll tell you what, I I I I, I see Iverson in more commercials now than <laughs> so when he was playing. And I'll make a, I'll make I'll make an argument that we can change that LeBron off there and put Steph Curry on there. I mean, yeah, you could definitely make the case. Curry's one of the most popular players we've ever seen. Yeah. 
And he's selling shoes, and he's winning golf tournaments, and he's, you know. Oh, and yeah. he's, now, as far as shoes, though, that's, that's not a close one. Not though. close, but I'm saying he's selling shoes. He does, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, are we, are we, is, is the spaceship started and we are leaving Max's world? We are about to take off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny today. Maybe I'm just stoned. I know it's it, medicine. It, it, it could be a little bit of both, <laughs> a combination of both. What do we got coming up? You know what? This is one of those open segments that we have coming up. Top of the hour. We, oh, we, yeah. We, we, we'll have some fun. We, we have some do, fun with we'll this some and stuff. some things that we were trying to decide on what we we're going to talk about. So, oh, y'all want to stick around and see what's happening next. It's <laughs> Sam and Greg heading into the 8 o'clock hour. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.